Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears, and with the 21st pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Pay, Edge, Michigan. This was the number one guy on Chris Ballard's board. The number one realistic option if he fell to 21 was Pay, As we reported on the For the Culture podcast and again on Twitter, it was either Pay or Trade Beck. Last week, it was Pay or Phillips. They were kind of neck and neck. Ballard was going back and forth between Phillips out of Miami and between pay out of Michigan, but the medicals just became too much of a red flag. It was too much for the Colts to be able to take him in the first round. So they took that first round grade off of Phillips, and we knew that Miami was looking edge rusher at 18. I did not think that Quiddy Pay and a lot of Colt fans and Jason and myself, we didn't feel like pay would fall to 21 because Miami was sitting there at 18. Thankfully, they go Phillips at 18, which helps us out, and our guy falls to 21. We get our number one guy, the only guy Ballard was going to take as far as our report went at 21 was the guy who fell to 21. We get Quiddy Pay, the six foot four, 272 pound edge rusher, filling one of the biggest voids, one of the biggest needs on this roster after going through free agency unsuccessfully, being able to bring in an elite pass rusher to Indianapolis. Now we get our guy Pay at 21 overall. All the dominoes tonight fell in our favor, and Pay falls to 21 where the Colts make their first selection of the 2021 draft. Yeah, no question. A lot to kind of unpack here before we actually get to the player breakdown. First of all, I know the Colts were very interested in Jalen Phillips, and they had him matched with Pay for most of the draft all season. But once the medical thing did not happen, he had COVID or whatever the case may be, was not able to attend in Indianapolis for the medical, and the Colts did their due diligence on him and his background, he was off the Colts board. So it was quitty pay or or nothing at that point, as far as at 21, as far as I know. I, I, I know I reported there was interest in a wide receiver from Ole Miss if they traded back. But the bottom line here is, Luke, the guy that this organization wanted, and I'm not just talking about the coaches or just the the scouts, everybody from Jim Ursay to Carly Ursay to the you know head coach to the D coordinator to the you know it, it, the whole roster of coaches wanted this kid. And if you've heard his story or or you haven't heard his story, look it up. They talked about it a little after he was drafted. Uh, it's a great story for this kid. I'm extremely happy that we got him. He he fits everything that we look for. He's going to be, I think, better in, in the NFL than he was in college. And, uh, man, Chris Ballard does it again. A home run pick. I I mean, we said it, Luke. We said it was Pay or trade back. And and if Pay was there, they were going to take him. And no, without any reservations. They they love this kid. They all love this kid. And so this is a great pick for the Colts. The belief in this kid is strong. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm pumped up. This is a home run pick in the first round. I never thought he'd get to us. I think that the, the Dolphins are going to regret taking this kid down the line. But, you know, it is what it is. That's the NFL. Glad we got him. Sometimes the luck has to break your way. Pardon the pun. <laughs> we haven't had a lot of that here. 
but we had that tonight. So I'm really excited, man. I'm pumped up to have Cordy Pay in the fold, man, and then playing next to, to Buckner and, and, and Grove, man. It's going to be – and now we just got to, you know, kind of round those positions out with some depth, and, and I think Ballard will do that. So I'm feeling a lot better right now because I did not think Pay would be there so much better than I did after the free agency period because we got a young thoroughbred to put at the end of our line to rush the quarterback, set the edge. This kid's the real deal. I know some people don't like him. I love the kid. He's a high-motor kid, effort guy, I mean, character guy. So he's a Colt. This guy's a Colt. Yeah, and Jason, you mentioned how excited we are to see him play next to DeForest Buckner. Well, how about how excited DeForest Buckner is to play next to Quiddy this upcoming season, as he put on Twitter right after the pick, at official Quiddy. If you guys want to follow Quiddy Pay on Twitter, it's at official K-W-I-T-Y. Congratulations, champ! Exclamation point, exclamation point, praise emoji. Welcome to Indy. I can't wait to race you to the quarterback the next couple of years. Tough emoji. Let's go in all caps and like 30 O's. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Hashtag Sack City Indy. Hashtag for the shoe. Hashtag culture. So DeForest was all over this pick. And this again speaks to the quality of players and people we have in this locker room. They all root for each other. They're all pumped up. A lot of guys might not be, when they're making over $100 million, they might not be watching the draft. They might not care who the team picks. They already got their money. They couldn't care less. Well, not DeForest Buckner, not anybody in this locker room. Buckner is watching the draft. He wanted to see us take a defensive end to be able to plug and play next to him his rookie season. We get that guy in Quiddy. Buckner's pumped up. I'm sure Darius is pumped up, everybody. And then on top of that, of course, the coaching staff and the scouts and Ballard, everybody's excited and ecstatic to get Quiddy Pay in blue and white. 21st overall. As we now get into the player breakdown, we're going to go through the positives and negatives. This is our first round pick. Of course, we're starting off with the positives. Way more positives than negatives when looking at Quiddy Pay, the Colts' first pick in the 2021 draft. Absolutely, man. I mean, this kid is, is uh, first of all, he's a first-class kid. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier the story, you know, where he grew up coming from a refugee camp. You guys should look that up. It's a really good story. And uh, he made a promise to his mom. And look, man, he's, he's a cult now, and I'm so happy for him. I love high-character kids. This kid is a high-character kid, so that starts – you know, that you, you kind of begin with that as a foundation. You want a high character kid that you know is going to be buying buy into the team. If you watched him at Michigan, the best thing for him individually was probably to play one position. But because of the way the team needed him, they moved him around and he never complained because he's a team player. Um, as far as what he's good at, I mean, he's a he's a high level athlete, explosive first step. Ton of power, he can bull rush, and his low—I mean, his lower half is is strong. And you you always need that foundation. And like when you're rushing the quarterback, you need really to have that kind of distributed evenly throughout your body. He's he's built very well, good strength, upper body, good strength, lower body. So he can do you know he can he can bull rush. He can do a lot of different things. And you know, like I, we said, he's alignment versatile. He can play outside and inside. Although I think he will play mostly outside here. He's a great edge setter, very, very physical player, very, very, very hot motor, plays hard all the time. I think he's probably going to take over for Autry 
at first because he's more of a run stuffer right now. I mean, a lot of tackles for loss. He's a little more raw in the pass rushing aspect of his game, but the talent and the and the skills and the tools in the toolbox are there for him to be an extremely good pass rusher. It's just going to require some patience from fans, but he's absolutely the real deal. I think, you know, you get him in here, coach him up. I think he's going to play from day one. You know, he's got a great combo of power, explosiveness, and versatility. Very strong, plays extremely hard all the time, which you always want, and that fits Flus. I mean, that's what Flus wants. He wants high in motor guys, no, you know, that just play hard all the time. He, he'll chase plays down. He doesn't give up on plays. I mean, he sounds like a Colt, man. You read these things, and there's certain players you read about, and that you're like, yeah, he doesn't really sound like a Colt. When you look at this kid play, he's a Colt. Like, you, the way he plays, he's a Colt. Uh, he's got great awareness of what's going on as far as, you know, the way he, people are trying to block him and, and things like that. And like I said, he's a high character guy. He He's going to be he, he's more twitchy than bendy. He's not he's not super bendy, but he's got great twitch. I th- I just think he's going to be a, a day one starter for us and he's going to make a big difference. I, I like I said, everyone loves this kid. Literally everyone. Michigan people. You know, Colt people, anybody that's really known him knows how high character of a player this guy is, and he's extremely talented. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the the guys that Ballard has drafted in the past at edge that he hasn't necessarily hit home runs on. Well, a couple things. One, they were also they weren't taken the first taken in the first round, like you mentioned, but also none of them were as talented as this kid. So I'm not worried about that. Uh, as far as the things that maybe are drawbacks, he like I say, he's a little raw in the pass rush department. Needs to develop some more pass rushing moves, which I'm sure will be taught to him. He he was moved around a lot, so he never really got comfortable at one position. And I think that's the reason why his stats, sack stats, and those type of things aren't as high as people would want them to be when looking at statistics. But you got to watch the tape. It's not just about production on the field sometimes it's about watching what he's doing you know when you're not able to just kind of focus on one position it's a lot it's difficult it's not an easy thing to do to play high level college football and try to play three tech and try to play outside on the you know on the strong side it's it's not easy because you're 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 you need different traits to play those positions so it's an adjustment and obviously i think it's a lot easier for guys when they're just locked into that one spot and and yes we always say we like position flexibility, and I like it with this kid too. But I think, you know, playing him at defensive end is going to be where he's going to be most of the time. And I really think he's going to be even better. Like, I, I really believe this. I think he's going to be even better in the NFL than he was in college for that reason. He's going to be at one position. He's going to be coached very well by great coaches and coached up hard and taught the things that he needs to do. And I just think this is a home run pick, man. Home run pick. I they, like if he was on the board, I wasn't trading. There, there's just no way I would trade for, unless somebody offered me an insane deal. And I'm so glad that Colts didn't trade out and they took this kid because I think he's he's going to help us next year. I mean, you think about it. You get now you've got a you've got a, you know, a young guy with that explosiveness and, and also Buckner and also Grover and then. You got what Banigou and, and and Teray fighting it out for that out the other outside spot, or we sign a free agent. Whatever happens, but it increases the the competition and gives the Colts some flexibility. 
allows them to do some different things in free agency after the draft and maybe do some things, you know, maybe still pick up a defensive tackle in the draft to give us some depth. So, I mean, I thought we would trade back because because pay w- would not be there and we would end up with Justin Tryon, who I know they liked a lot. But we got lucky, man. Something finally fell our way. And, uh, hey, I'm super happy. I'm pumped up. We got the guy that we wanted. The Colts got the guy that they wanted. The fans, for most part, got the the guy they wanted. So this is win, win, win. Everybody should be happy. I mean, there should be a lot of happy people. And the and the happiest person is Quiddy Pay, and I'm happy for him and his family. And I can't wait to welcome him to Indianapolis. And I'm proud to be a fan of his, man. He seems like a great kid, and I'm excited to see what he can do coming up this year. Absolutely. And just to clear something up, because I already had a couple people ask me on Twitter, when we say the number one option or the number one guy on the board – we're talking realistically at 21. Even though we felt like Pay might go to Miami at 18 or somebody else in the teens, I think the I think there was another team. Was it I Philadelphia? Minnesota. I think Philadelphia, Minnesota. There was a couple teams yeah. that were rumored or mocked to take him. And one of the big reasons why I didn't think he was going to make it to 21, every mock I looked at, he was pretty much going in the teens. So I didn't think he was going to make it. I thought there was a chance that he was going to make it. But when we say that, we're talking about realistic options. So although we weren't super confident he would make it to 21, it was realistic. Sewell was never making it to 21. Pitts was never making it to 21. So there's guys like that where, yeah, I'm sure Ballard had Sewell or Pitts way up there, one, two, whatever, on his list when you take out the quarterbacks. But that's unrealistic. So as far as like realistic options at positions of need, best player available – the guy that had the best chance to get there and be the number one guy without us trading out of that pick was the guy that got there and the guy we took as we reported earlier this week and again this morning before the draft. And I couldn't be happier, Jason. And again, happy for Quiddy Pay because sometimes that gets lost in translation. These guys work so hard to get to this point to finally be able to get to the pros, make big-time money, and provide for their family. So it all worked out. The dominoes fell the right way for us and since bringing Ballard and Reich to Indianapolis as much talent as we've added and as much better as we've been as an organization we've been super super unlucky at times whether it be injuries or retirements or whatever so far tonight one pick through the six picks we have in this draft things are looking bright and things are falling in the right direction for the Colts Absolutely, man. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better start to the draft for us as far as Colts fans and and just as far as the Colts front office, too. I mean, that's this is what they wanted. I feel like this this is the guy they had as their best player available. And so, I mean, I think it was a simple pick for them. And did you like what the Texans, by the way, did you like what the Texans did at three? I like it was really great. You know, I I thought it was a great move. Yeah. I mean, to, to sit home and watch another team pick. I mean, that's a fun time. You know, you get get the family together and party. And it wasn't and a value it. pick. I mean, it's three. So you're really playing with house money at three. I mean, seriously. And when you're considering that another team's taking the player, I mean, it really takes all the risk out of it. Really. And it takes all the pressure off you. Houston yeah, really couldn't does. miss tonight. <laughs> Dude, they are so screwed. It's, so it's a disaster. Oh, man. But it's yeah, a I'm mess. Not- what about your grade? Yeah. I know we're going to do grades next week when we have the full class, but initial hey, draft grade. For the Colts? Well, for the Quinny I mean, Pay pick. First oh, round a, pick. A plus, a plus dude. It, 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 it's, if you could have said, Jason, what do you want to happen? 
realistically, what do you want to happen? I want Quiddy Pay to fall to the Colts and we take him. That's literally what I would have said, and that's what happened. So for now, I'm giving it an A plus, man. What else could I give? It's a home run pick. I got to agree. A plus. We do it again tomorrow. No third round pick at the moment. That pick's going to Philadelphia, but we do have a second round pick in day two of the 2021 NFL draft. I think we're picking at 54. So we'll see if we move back and try to recoup that third round pick or get a couple fourth round picks or fifth round pick or whatever as we now head into day two after a very successful day one. I'm your host, Luke Diamond. That's my man, Jason Spears. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow with the Colts' next selection in the 2021 NFL Draft right here on the Fourth of Culture Podcast.